Sunday version tone. Here we are on a Sunday afternoon. Buenas tardes. Happy Cinco de Drinkos. Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Got John Merlot in the house today. Shout out to Studios. Studios. Making waves music. What's up? You go check out the Lolos today, Tony? The what? The Lowriders? Where you go? I know you go Cruise Beach Park. You came yeah. up bumping and shit earlier. <laughs> like you're cruising Beach Park out there. I haven't been to Beach Park since I last hooked up with my ex old lady <laughs> years ago. <laughs> that was that was bunk. That was bunk. Try to re- what'd you do? Try to reflight relight the flame or what? No, no. This was years ago. This was we we had broke up in like two thousand seven. Right, I remember that. I remember when yeah. you broke up. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It was yeah. when I was with neighbors. That's right. I'll try to be there to show you as much as I can. <laughs> well, not really. I didn't really care. But. <laughs> Fuck that bitch, man. Fuck that bitch. Nah, hey, dude. Do you I... ever run into exes and shit? Food like with your, with your wife or with your new thing or whatever. Like, does it, is it? I awkward have for not. You? I have not. Um, but I some of them some of them are like on on my Facebook and stuff like that. But it's nothing like those weren't anything. You, you don't get I mean? weirded like, out like that about like having your exes and like on your Facebook. Like, what's the rule on that shit? No, I don't because I, it's nothing to me. Right. Like, you know, I've it moved is, on. It's, right. I'm bigger than... Some dudes be getting jealous as fuck, though. Fucking A. That's me, dude. That's you true. Gonna, you're not going to have no fucking ex on your Facebook. <laughs> Better bleep that I used to be the jealous one, bro. <laughs> I used to be that, but I just... I got past it, bro. It wasn't like It wasn't anything DM, to me. DMing you at 2.30 in the motherfucking morning. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No. Yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, but uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, bro. Yes, yeah, sir. Sunday version. Yeah, episode yeah. 7. We're here with uh, John Merlo of uh, Making Waves Music here at Beacon Studios. John, what's up, buddy? Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, man, yes, thank sir. you for coming on, brother. I, I felt this was a good uh, good little topic, good little plant my seed for you today. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good, this is fucking probably the most debatable plant my seed we can have on this And I think so it's going to be good for you, too. Yeah. I like music. I like hip-hop. Yeah. I'm not like a major hip, excuse me, hip-hop head, but, you know, I listen to it. I have... I have really strange picks sometimes. Right. Like, I don't always have, like, what I'm supposed to have. Right. You're, right. you're supposed to like this or whatever. It never turns out like that. Yeah. Or who has a set standards of what what is the greatest hip-hop right. albums and right. shit coming out. You to know me, I mean? you judge the greatness on an album, not just that genre, but any genre on there's things that go into it. So it. It captures like a time of your life, maybe where yeah, you're like, "Man, th- I, I was feeling so good at this time, and this is what I was listening to." Yeah, right. Yeah, that's so exactly what it is. You have dude. like really strong memories and feelings tied towards the nostalgia that certain right. albums bring to you. Yeah, right. and so that's important, and nobody else shares that with you like you yeah. do. Absolutely, unless so, you were there with you at the time, like right. party days or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. and so to to <clears throat> say like somebody's list is wrong or whatever. It's just silly to think that how are you going to tell them it's wrong when they were living it and they were going through it? Like, right. Right. So that's why my list that I've come up with in my head or who's your favorite like artist or whatever, it might not be the most technical. It might not be yeah. the most well done yeah. or whatever, but it, it triggers some kind of emotion. Or, or yeah. And that's what music is all about, too. You Absolutely. Know, the, the emotional connection that you have to it, you know? Those emotions tie into it. Dude, like some of my picks, man. Like, I remember exactly 
what I was doing, where I was doing when I heard like a particular song on the right. album or, right. you know, what, you know, if I was traveling or, you know, playing ball, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Some of the picks that I have are like that. You know what I mean? It's like you guys said, it's an emotional tie. Right. I think it's a cool topic, dude. I like, I, you know, we did the eighties thing that, you know, tied into some of the things that we've been through or, you know, ideas or places we've gone and stuff. But any song like John, one of his favorite songs is Sixpence None the Richer, Kiss Me. That's a fabric- what? that's a fabricated Wait, fact. What? Okay, I don't know the inside on this tone. Okay, you gotta okay. let me know. There is none. <laughs> All right. Little history, little right. backstory to this. Okay. John and I Oh shit. We've we've gone to high school together. Right. We went to high school together, played ball together and all that stuff. And uh, so he's gonna get mad, but I'm not mad. I'm, so. not, I'm not mad. It, this is more like uh it's more like a funny joke, you know. <laughs> it's not a joke, it's truth. So, anyway, I can't remember particularly whether or not it was to a game. You can't remember a whole lot. This fool. (laughs) So, I I think it was on our way back. Well, anyway, we were talking about, like, music and and just, you know, the bus ride home, right? You know, we are just having fun talking shit. John comes up, and he goes, you know what? I don't even care what you guys think. One of my favorite songs right now is Sixpence None the Richer, Kiss Me. And, you know, and we're like... What the hell? Like six pence, none the richer kisses. Kiss me. You remember that? I remember the song. <laughs> yeah, you, but <laughs> by mm. look it up, dude. I'm look looking it up. it up right now. Kiss me by who? Six, six pence, pence, none, none the, the richer. richer. Oh. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows. I mean, let's just be real. Wait for the vocal. Bring it on in, baby girl. <laughs> this is John on the bus, dude. Oh, dude, this is One, so two, early three, '90s and shit right here, dude. Late night, late mid uh. '90s, huh? <laughs> I fucks like with a, it. I fucks with it. That sounds like a romantic comedy or something. Right? Exactly, like the like the the, 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 the right bottom right. of the plot yeah. <laughs> storyline and shit. Was she last, trying to find herself bro, again for the last twenty years? Not exaggerating. 20 years, Tony has swore up and down that that was my favorite This song. isn't the kind of shit you make up. Like, it this had is, to be, bro. This is... That's too random. No way, it's dude. way too random. No way. This is... Dude, it happened. You can you can ask if... Uh, uh, so who, kiss me. <laughs> ask Matt Brandon. Look him up on Facebook. We used to call him Sticks because he's number 11. Ask John Mejia, who's... One of our good friends. Those are two renowned world <laughs> world renowned liars right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good shit. It's a good story though. It's a good little funny story. It's, Although it's not true, it's still funny. It's true as shit, bro. <laughs> true as shit. Man. That's hilarious. Now, so uh, John, real quick, man, just give us a little rundown on what you do, what what services you guys offer. Um, you I, I never try to make things about like a cheap. Shameless pitch. Hey, we're here. <laughs> it's you, brother. You're but, the guest. But but I am a um, I am a founding member member and owner of the Beacon Studios. Okay. That's where we do these podcasts at, and I really appreciate you guys coming in. Thanks um, for having us, brother. This yeah, is, man. We bi- we you make this, it so easy for us, dude. Yeah, especially dude, starting out. We built this room for you guys and for people like you guys that w- that want that place and want that avenue to be able to come in and not have to deal with all the tech stuff right just come in you push play and you do what you do plug and play and that's exactly what we've developed here 
and I'm really proud of it. So yeah, it's um, nice. I love this. So spot, I'm a co-owner of Beacon. Also, I am an owner of uh, Making Waves, which is excuse me. Me too. A lot of burps. That's a gas. <laughs> smell like butt too. <laughs> um, I also do the. Uh, I'm the head engineer at uh, the recording studio on this side. Okay. So on a day to day, that's that's my main thing. What I do. This podcast room is like a passive thing for us, where we open it up for use. Yeah. We just open it and then let you know who was ever renting it do what they do. People right. come in and do what they do and stuff. That's yeah. cool, man. No, so uh, in terms of, like, the music stuff, what you guys offer any other services? I know you, you used to make music back in the day and you used to – We, now we still make music, but it's it's on a different level. And I just talked to somebody yesterday. They were like, uh, hey, man, uh, we want to come by and and can you just get some beats ready together so for us to come listen? <laughs> and I was thinking, like, okay, I, I think you got the, you yeah, got a little bit wrong. Wrong with what I do. <laughs> um, that I used to do that years ago right. where – You'd I'd sit at home all night and make uh-huh. make beats all night. And John then, Q. And then you know, <laughs> hey, somebody comes by and you hand them a CD with like twenty beats on it. Yeah. And they pick one and then write a song and then it was you know. right. But it's it's so far evolved from that that now when I when I do make music for somebody, I want to know what they do. I want to know who they are. I want to know what what it is that I'm achieving with with that particular artist. Yeah. And I want to create something for them. Like, I want to specifically make something tailored to what they do. Right. You get to know the person, well, you right. know, their background or, or what they like. And, or and, and instead of me just making random pieces of music and then hopefully something <laughs> lands on their plate, like, that's not really the best use of my time and energy. Like, yeah, I'd rather make them a diamond than a bunch of... Yeah, bunch of little Pains quartz rocks. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. no, absolutely, dude. That's cool, man. That's cool. I, we we really we appreciate you. Like you said, it's a plug and play thing for us. We come in here. I got my little toy here. Here, I'll okay. give you an example of what I can do. Fucking <laughs> 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 toy. This is this is the toy right here, bro. This is the toy. Ah, fuck so toy, yeah, th- so yeah, this is a this is actually a, a tool that Armar um, Media. RMR Media, they uh, bought this for us. Okay. And we learned how to use it, and, and it's it's absolutely outstanding. The road, I love it, dude. The Roadcaster Pro is the name of the uh, machine. All right. It's tight. It's, it's just fiddled around. Now, I see, I've see. i seen your recording studio. I've seen the big one. Uh, <laughs> dude, that thing's huge. Do you honestly, can you tell me or tell us that you know exactly what each one of those buttons does? Yeah. Really? Well, the, the thing that, that intimidates people when you see like this wall that's completely full of buttons. Right. Okay, so let, let's break it down for instance in, in uh what you're looking at normally in like in mine, there's twenty four tracks. Right. Okay. There's twenty four tracks that you can record on. So there's twenty four actually there's twelve strips. Oh, okay. So each strip is you learn one strip and then you know them all. Oh, okay, mm. so, so they're tied in together. It's yeah, not, they're so grouped. Okay, I got it. Y- they're all. If you learn one strip, you've learned the entire board pretty much. Oh, okay. Because they're all the same. It's just on different, different sounds levels. and different tracks. Got it. So <clears throat> it, it's once you break it down, and like when I teach, because sometimes we do, um, we do teaching for kids and young adults. Okay. We like mentor them through music and stuff, and 
that's really what you break it down to is like, okay, don't look at these thousand buttons. Yeah. <laughs> look at these 20 in the line right here. Yeah. Like these vertical line right here. Learn these 20. And then those are the same 20 that are on every other channel. Yeah. Right. Now, every time I look at it, dude, I'm like, God. and then like you see the ones like the big time like producers and shit. And you get yeah. like, the fuck, it's like a whole room right. full oh, of yeah. shit. And then, but like you said, if it's grouped together, then I mean, it makes sense. Th- there, there's more to it than just that. <laughs> no, but, no, no, no. Yeah. But I'm not. that alone will lighten your brain load. If yeah. you're trying to process what it is, it's all the same. It's just repeating. You walk in there, that. dog, and as you're looking at it, like, what the hell's going on here? Nah, dude, I give you props, man. You guys, you, you and Jason and all of them, you know, what you guys do in the studio, bro, it's it's a good thing. It gives uh, gives the community, like, a big, you know, platform to come out and, and showcase their talents, you know, or learn, you know, learn something, right. you know. And mm-hmm. and like, like Jason, you guys did our, our wedding, mm-hmm. you know, did the pictures and the videography and stuff like that. And that was cool, man. The video came out, like, freaking amazing, you know. And, and I'm not just saying this because you guys are here. And you guys seen the video. Like, it's the, the, the production element of it, it. It came out perfect, dude. The pictures, all that stuff. Like, it was we're, awesome, dude. We're much better now. Yeah. And that was, what, and six I, years ago? That's almost. what I'm saying. <clears throat> like, we've, we grow, we pride ourselves on, like, growing it's it's never done. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be done. Right. You're never going to reach the pinnacle of where you don't need to study anymore. It's just going to be something more and more and more. So yeah. What do you think, Paul? We should get in a. We should make a song, dude. A little rap song. I can't rap for or shit. A jingle, dude. bro. I can't rap shit. I, I mean, I gotta be super drunk. It's, it, it's bad enough I fucking get a buzz. Bartender, and I, can we get another? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's bad enough I get a buzz and I slurring. I can't even pronounce words right and shit. Let alone try to fucking rap. No, dude. That's funny. I'm dude. much more talented as a singer. You know what I mean? I, I'm more of a Drake type character, dude. Oh, just well, just <laughs> like write, you write poems and shit. You know what I mean? I'm deep. Marvin's room. I connect to the soul and shit. Scotch Paul. You, know, it's got, no, you, you just gotta. Yeah, mumble rap, bro. That's all you need. Yeah. 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 Hey. So you James Brown and shit? Can't be that bad. Don't at me. Don't at me on that. Water's too hot for my feet. Yep. Nah, but yeah, John, thanks again, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's a good thing. And you make our little gig easy on us. Hell yeah. So, yeah, dude. <laughs> Appreciate you here. Yeah. <laughs> what, what we got? What we got on on, on our? Uh, well, uh, for local shit, I was talking. Uh, well, me and you were talking earlier about the Condors game, dude. Yeah, the longest fucking in history. I don't know if you guys, local people, have been out there, but Friday night, fucking four overtimes. Dude. Four. It's like two games and another extra period, dude. Almost two and yeah. a half games. Yeah. You know what I mean? That we watch right there. I didn't get home till almost one o'clock, dude. Me and the son and shit. It was crazy, dude. And I, I, we went. I took my my daughter, and I was thinking, eh, about mid third or you know half third period, she'd be done, you know, ready to go, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, all right, cool, you know, getting the first overtime. All right, cool, like it's gonna end. Yeah, something's gonna happen, you know. Fuck. Dude. Second overtime. You <laughs> hey, know, dude, same no, thing. No, like, dude, I was already like, fuck, like somebody score. <laughs> yeah. I don't dude. care who it is now. Once it got into the second one, I was like, all right, dude. Like, Somebody fucking you know, scored, dude. Let's make it hey, because you know what, dude? They got so tired, man. It just turned into shitty hockey after yeah. that. Like, they were lethargic. Dude, it looked it's slow. That's, it just that's into seven, hockey. well, let's say six and a half, uh, 20 minute periods. Yeah. 
exactly. With with fifteen minute in between breaks. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not, dude. That's, that's skating, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. Fucking hockey, yeah. dude. They're getting yeah. on thirty minutes. You minute, can see the frustrations too. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was sitting up high, but behind the bench, and it cleared out, dude, so much that you can hear every conversation, yeah. dude. They were having against the other team and shit. That shit was pretty funny. Yeah, dude, but, it was crazy. When I because we had left right after uh, the third period, third overtime had ended. And I was like, dude, it's time. You know, my daughter's birthday was the next was yeah. Saturday. And so I had to prep all the meat. So we went home and I started getting all the meat ready. I turned on, on uh, uh, iHeartRadio to listen to it. And I'm listening to it. And uh, the announcer was like, he just like lost every ability to to just announce and like be engaged and, and say, and he was like, all right, guys, like. I'm sorry. I have nothing. Like, and he giggled it. Like, he's like, I got nothing, guys. Like, it's it's terrible hockey. It's, you know, it, everybody's tired here. Like, you know, I don't know what else to say. Then, and then the, the Condors lost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they lost, lost it, man, unfortunately. But, yeah. And then they had to turn right, right, right around and play Saturday night. Yeah. So they went into Saturday morning. Took whatever hours they had off, and they were back at it at seven on sa- uh, that, that same day. They you got know? their ass whipped too, huh? Yeah, dude, they lost. They, it was like five two or something like that. So but what's this? Is it over? No. So now uh, the series goes to San Diego. Or they play Tuesday, and they play. Is it Tuesday? I think something Tuesday. like that. They play Tuesday, and then probably like Thursday or yeah. Friday or something. And I mean, they. To be honest, I I think they have to win these next two games in San Diego to come back, and have the chance to play at home. A but take the lead back the series right. you know and it'd be cool it'd be cool to see man that, that'd be that'd be awesome to get them in the calder cup yeah you know and bring something home for bakersfield but did you did you go see endgame no I didn't. are you a marvel fan i am yeah kind of I, I think i'm just fucking old dude and i'm like over this shit like how many <laughs> fucking movies do we need dude? well endgame yeah. is probably i don't know i haven't seen it but i think isn't that one of the biggest like everybody yeah it broke like gone. so many records like well, every, I well, I guess everybody died in the well, spoiler. I assume that anything else has to be some kind of prequel, right? Because Endgame is the end of the the Marvel. I mean, no, they still got like twenty movies coming out. They have like another stage. So like, so they're gonna do what like Star Wars did. No, uh, no, not necessarily. It's not gonna be the same characters because like the Marvel universe has like a bunch of different superheroes. So they have like a Silver Surfer movie coming out, and they'll probably do or like hey, whatever hits. Come and keep it real do. with you. When I was a kid, and I collected comic books, right? Silver DC? Surfer was oh, the shit. Yo, there was that shit, was my dude. dude like, period. Yep. yeah, I was a big, big X Men fan. Like that, that Logan. That's that oh, was okay. based on this old Logan story that I used to read and shit. Oh, okay, that, it was badass. Dude. See, I don't, I don't have that memory or you know, no, it's doesn't do it doesn't bring nostalgia to me. Like, huh? You didn't do comic books for the kid? I did, but it didn't like strike. Everything was sports for me. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't get into wrestling until when we were in high school with PK doing DX and all that stuff. Like, I didn't I didn't get into that to me. And still, Sucky. Sucky. yeah, <laughs> and still to this day, like, it's it's sports for me. Like, I'm either watching and, and it's, you know, I don't know if you guys watch it, but I watch golf. You know, I like watching ladies golf because they're so technical. And I'm like, damn, I wish my seat, my swing was like that, you know, but like, it's always been sports for me. And I just barely started getting into watching certain things and the, and i don't know like i i don't watch game of thrones can't watch it won't watch it everybody says it's freaking soft porn and i'm like well, i is. just can't get into kinda it though nice like though, but i like it i like that shit yeah I, I don't know like i've i've watched maybe like 
two episodes of the first season, and I was like, I can't. Yeah, I like it. I'm gonna watch it home as soon as we're done here. But hurry the fuck up. So, so. <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd like that. You know what I mean? But uh, my, I was gonna say though, my problem with the Marvel movies, man, it's like the same shit over and over again. Like you got a villain, you got a hero, and they destroy half a fucking city, and then they win. It's like yeah, I'm over that shit, dude. Well, I that's am. why I think it, the last Avengers movie, the bad guy like kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah. He yeah. kind of like what yeah. was that dude's name? Thanos. Uh, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. So Thanos kind of like came out on top. The yeah. bad guy won. I kind of like that shit. And so that would, you know, that kind of rose people's interest on like, wow, like the be- the good guy. Yeah. Didn't, didn't win do this what time. they were yeah. supposed yeah. to do. He, you know, all, half the people got killed. Have you seen it, Endgame? No. <clears throat> no. No. I'm worried about movies, dude. Like, I won't watch remakes. I will not watch a remake of a movie. Well, shit. There's, I, I wouldn't call it. Is this a remake? No, it's a. See, I'll watch a prequel or a sequel of a movie, mm. but I won't watch like a remake with a different cast, like Point Break. Oh, good yeah, no, that that like kind of they shit. redid especially, Point Break, especially from like a classic. Movie. Exactly like Point Break. No, you, thank you. You see, they're redoing Scarface. They're gonna redo Scarface. Oh, no. They remain like it's fucking ridiculous. I don't even dude. think Scarface is a good movie. All right, dude, I'm done. Shut We're this done. down. Shut, shut this. I'm shut serious. It, shut it off, off, dude. We're done. How can here. you say that's good acting? That okay, I get what you're saying on that, but the movie was good, dude. Like the acting wasn't great, but it was good. The movie has fucking it has ups, it has downs, it has betrayal. betrayal, So does the Notebook. No murder, (laughs) but but I'm the the Notebook is a great movie, dude. It It may not be your shit, but it it is is a great movie. movie. You gotta admit. What do you want, Tony? Do you want? It's you not know? that easy. <laughs> That's the one where the they die together. The old people die yeah. together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. I came. I came home the other day and like my whole family. All I'm, I live with all women, so like they're all crying. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, pouring down. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going? Is everything all right? And they're like, oh yeah, we're just watching the Notebook. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm I'm just just like, you said oh. Scarface is a good movie. Dude. Look, that shit's I, fucking. I watch me, it, right? and dude, I love Al Pacino. Like, I I love him. Mm-hmm. Like he's a good actor. He's freaking amazing, and and how he can turn himself into something, and, and and just be that character. I get it. He's fucking wonderful. But I don't know something about that movie, dude. Like it's, it, I, I guess it's because it like, I don't know. Is is it that realistic? Yeah, I think at the like, time, especially like if you watch movies like you ever seen Cocaine Cowboys. I have. Okay, like, that's exactly what was going on at the time. It's fucking the Wild West in Miami and shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it is kind of realistic. That's why fucking Oliver Stone made that movie. You know what I mean? Because that shit was wilding out over there. You know Can what I mean? interject something? Go ahead. What is the the best Al Pacino movie? Ooh. Now, I have one already. It's easy for me. Devil's Advocate. <laughs> No, that's because he got into the screaming Al Pacino. Then, dude, he, that's that's bro. screaming Al Pacino. That's Satan, dude. That's he's the yeah, devil. but, but screaming Al Pacino wasn't that great. Heat is good. Heat is good. Heat so fucking heat is good. That is up there. I I like after watching that, you, me, I wanted to be Al Pacino. <laughs> right. I, I'm gonna. I gotta be Al Pacino now. Like that. That movie was good, dude. Val Kilmer. Fucking good looking yeah. Val Kilmer, not fat Val Kilmer. Fat Val Kilmer. Yeah. You know what not, I mean? That's, I think I think I like Devil's Advocate because of the way he portrayed like I don't know, like you can see how he turned into like he was uh, he was the devil, like trying to uh-huh. trick you and trying to play your mind and manipulate you, like, hey, 
you wanted to do this. You wanted to be the man, yeah, and now the you're the man. Yeah, but acting wasn't that great. Like, he, oh, he was screaming Pacino. You mean to tell dude. me Scarface acting was better than fucking... Fuck yeah. You're dude, that insane, was, Yeah, bro. it was, dude. You're insane. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he did turn into that screaming Al Pacino then. Uh, then Keep you know in mean? mind that he, he's, he, he's not... He's not foreign either. Yeah, he doesn't have, American. That's all acting. No, absolutely. Oh, and accent. I acknowledge that he's a great actor. Like he can he can he can dip and dive into whatever you ask him to do. Like I get that. I just I don't know. Like I I feel like that particular his 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 character in that him, or his acting in that one wasn't his best. I don't know. Yeah. Like I think his acting in Godfather wasn't that great either. I think the other uh, what's his name um yeah, De Niro when he played the the dad. I, I think, think he that, did better at that than I think a glimpse that people watch these movies to get a glimpse into a world or a lifestyle that they will never ever be able to see. So mm-hmm. you talk about Godfather, you talk about Scarface. These are like one they're, they're, they're immigrants and then like they're coming over and they're making a name for themselves and they're getting rich right. power or whatever. Right. So like a regular person can watch this and like vicariously live through Yeah. Yeah. At least the extreme from, version right, of it. From from you know, the bottom to the top, that, that rise and see that. It's I crazy. And I, I get it, man. I, I just like I said. Not one of my favorites. All right. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Did you see <laughs> Did that? Did you see dude? that? So um So this is going to be controversial, dude, and I kind of want to get into this a little bit, okay? I like it. But, um, so did you see that fucking dude? Okay, well, a lady, I guess. It was a born a man, turned into a lady, and then hit the Olympics or some type of weightlifting competition and, like, shattered fucking 20, 30-year-old records in women's weightlifting. Yeah. I, I, you know, I seen that, and... So, I guess, I guess... Hold, hold on. I guess the point is, like, first... Uh, the first question I would have is, like, how... How do you feel about transgender people competing in sports? What is the question I have? Let them compete. That's fine. But when it comes to men's competitions and women's competitions, like if you're a man and you were born a man, and your body composition has you've grown up to be right. that particular gender. Right. Like you can't just say because I identify as a woman and or or vice versa that you're going to compete against what you changed it turned to you know right. I, I don't think it's a fair b chemist like biologically yeah dude you have an advantage if you're that's, raised that's what i was going to say was this should be based on biological that's it yeah not mental and not emotionally and not I mean, th- okay, so like I get what you're saying with that, but see, that's what comes into the case of Semenya, yeah, that track star. Mm-hmm. She's biologically born a woman. Mm-hmm. Biologically, she's not trans or anything, but she has a high testosterone, and it allows her to compete better than other women naturally. You know, okay, what I mean? but, biologi- but biologically, she's a woman. Yeah. So, so the I, only I get- advantage that she has is that her own biological composition, her makeup. Yeah, she has high testosterone. So that, that's that's see, her this biology. Is where I that's, think this is this is where I was fucked up. The Olympics are making her taking treatments to lower her testosterone. 
because of that. Okay, but then they, see, that's this, another issue, though. Yeah. That, that, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, when John was saying, like, you know, should go to biochemically, but we vary biochemically very differently. So what you, know you what have I mean? to break down is, okay, well, let's get down to, like, the very bare minimum of, like, what defines a man and a woman? Right. Well, is it testosterone or well, is it an organ? It's, well, it's specific DNA. No, well, no, no. <laughs> typically, see, I just listened to a podcast on this. Before, it was XY chromosome. You have a Y chromosome, you're a female. You have XX chromosome, you're a male. Or vice versa. I don't know if you really fucking know. But after some more research, they actually developed, like, people with a Y chromosome, like, you can be on the opposite spectrum of that as a male, even with the Y chromosome and shit. You know what I mean? Like, because we vary so much genetically. You know what so I mean? those, but those so chromosomes, that's, that's, that's but don't, those chromosomes don't make up your, your body, like well, your penis or your, your breasts no, or your vagina. I mean, but like, just cause you have a dick don't mean you have like, or a vagina doesn't mean you don't have like lower or higher testosterone. That's what I mean. Like that's that perfect case of that Seminyea girl. Mm -hmm. She's a woman born a woman but she just has high testosterone right, but she's a woman yeah but the, because what's fucked up, though, she has the vagina whether or not she has high testosterone yeah but that, all i'm saying that has though, nothing to do with it she has a vagina so that tells you that you're a woman yeah and i'm not arguing that yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm just saying that's fucked up for olympics to make her lower her testosterone Absolutely. who she is naturally like they're making her change who she is genetically absolutely testosterone that's wrong because, i get yeah. that yeah I, well you, you know there is the only real way to get to the bottom of it, to really understand, is you take this woman, mm -hmm. right? I guess we can call her a woman mm -hmm. safely, right? The weightlifting one you yeah. talking about, John? And then what you do is you 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 go and you pretend like you're gonna hit her in the nuts. <laughs> and if she flinches, it's a man, dude. And if she doesn't, it's a woman. It's biologically proven that True if that. you are a man and somebody goes to like I'm gonna ball, ball check, check you. you, dude. I'm gonna go cup check my wife when I get home. Dude. See if she reacts. She, see if she she's notices just gonna look it. at you. She's yeah, gonna she's be like, like, "What are you doing? Yeah, what the right. fuck's wrong That's with you?" That's the only real way in my, that I know. <laughs> That's uh, a in, fucking in good point, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but there are ladies that go out there and be like, "It hurts when you get kicked in the vagina." And she's like, "Bitch, have you been kicked in the balls?" Like, well, no, would they just... say like, um, like? Where they say childbirth is the most painful thing, shit, you know? Yeah. But there's like, no, guys get kicked in the nuts is the most painful because you never see guys say, oh, yeah, I yeah, want to get I'll kicked have again. One. Yeah. <laughs> a woman wants to have another baby, yeah. but guys never want to get kicked in the nuts. Yeah, exactly. We don't get an epidural before we get yeah. nuts either. <laughs> hey, now, dude, see, and that, that's the thing. Like, it's crazy, for, it's crazy to me to think that, and I get it. Like, mentally, you may think that you are one particular thing. Or, you know, and I'm you, okay with that. I'm okay with that yeah. too. Like, I I get it. Like emotionally, and if you and, don't feel like you're chemically, woman, yeah. like there may be imbalances there to where, you know, you may feel this way, or you may truly believe in your heart that you're something else. Right. That that you, you know, you're opposite of what you were born. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or and you may this may come up when you're you know a kid and you know adolescence. Yeah. But when you get to when you get into competition right. and, and you chemically have an advantage from, from changing your, mm -hmm. your gender. And I'm not saying, like you said, she's a woman, but she just has a higher High testosterone. level of You're testosterone. You're talking about someone born that's transitioned I'm talking about over. somebody who changes from a man to a woman and wants to compete as a woman. And you know what's a Well, that's not fair because you're, you're 
genetically a man. You know what's like, a perfect example of that is the Fallon <clears throat> Fox. You ever heard of Fallon Fox? Mm-mm. She was born a man, transitioned to a woman in her 30s, started fighting MMA as a woman against other women, right? 30 years oh. fucking as a man. So your bone structure, your bone density Absolutely. is all totally Bigger. different. Your you know, hips, yeah. they, they don't move like women's hips dude, move. She, like she, in quotations, was fucking destroying girls, dude. Like 10, 15 seconds, beating the fuck out of them. See, that's, that's, See, not... that's where I have a problem. It's like, it's it's like, fuck, man. That's like a dude beating the fucking shit out of yeah. a girl, man. Yeah. Like. That's, and that's, there's a reasons why we have different leagues. There's a reasons why Cyborg doesn't fight or doesn't fight fucking Conor McGregor. Right. You know what I mean? Like because we're naturally different, dude. Yes, like, we can't thing deny to think that. About too, I was just thinking about this earlier. <clears throat> this is a serious, a serious one, not a joke. <laughs> um, you're, you're talking <laughs> about this. Me already. This woman is like born a woman, but happens to have testosterone. high testosterone. High testosterone. Yeah. So, would it be the same thing if like? You know, Michael Jordan was born to right. be well over six foot seven or whatever, and has a forty, almost a forty six or forty seven inch vertical. Yeah. So, would you make him take medication or to whatever jump to as be? High. Yeah, to yeah. Like, to, to jump the same as or let's say, else? or let's say he had like a high levels of estrogen. Yeah. Like, and he wanted to compete in women, WNBA, whatever. You know, whatever yeah. the case would be. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. I, I think that that's really. You know that there's obviously like she did unless she took things to to up her testosterone. Yeah. Right, that's the yeah. only caveat that we we really don't know. I, I don't know personally. Yeah, I, I don't either. If, but if, if she if that's if, natural, she she is born a woman and it naturally has high testosterone. She's gonna be the world champion and she deserves it and deal yeah. with it. Right. You know, I mean, at that point, you gotta way. deal with it. That's how yeah. you're born. You didn't change anything else. You're not a man to a woman or woman to man. She's the goat. She's the goat. You <laughs> yeah. know, and and let it be that way. Yeah. But it's it, and I understand it's a slippery slope. We're on a you know we're in a time where progressives want to be you know they want to move towards everybody's included and everybody well, can do whatever they want to do. That was that but was it's like. No, you can't be a Boy Scout because you're a girl. It, it has nothing to do with what you think in your mind. And I think it's that's... Just Boy Scouts are for Boy Scouts. Girl Scouts are for Girl Scouts. And that's how it's always been. Um, it's nothing that... Yeah, I don't hate you because you think you, you know, you're a woman and you want to be a man. Do what you want to do. Well, see, I think th- this is this is the next point I was going to bring up. I think it's just we're we're progressing to a different area. And this is our growing pains of it. Like, we're still trying to figure out, and everybody takes advantage of something somehow, right? That's right. what I mean. So, like, that dude fucking breaking weightlift, or that lady uh, breaking records weightlifting and shit, that's bullshit, dude. You know what I mean? It is, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think this is some of the growing pains as a society that we have to go through sometimes. You know what I mean? That it's hard for us to understand and shit. And maybe one day we'll look back and be like, well, fuck, that was stupid. You know what I mean? And I, then, I hope. I hope, I, right? I, I think right? It, I think that... Um, it just, there are certain things that are supposed to be separated. Yeah. I, you know, there are certain things that need, the, the the lines need to be blurred. And But you're talking about men versus women sports? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. is that really, I mean, you're really going to see women in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Like, let's like th- that one girl, that the college athlete, she got, she was like the first woman to ever get like a, a D1 scholarship, scholarship or something was like that. Was she a kicker or some shit? No, she was like a safety. But, oh. but. You, the way it happened, statistically, 
she was horrible. She shouldn't have been there. She shouldn't have been there, right? Oh, so it's 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 sad because like she's getting this, you know, recognition and doing that because she's a girl on a boys team and stuff and she doesn't want to play, you know, other sports obviously, which if she wants to play football, play football. But the school now is doing something, giving them a scholarship when there's boys out there that are killing themselves who probably have like better, more talent, you know, stuff like that. But I feel like the school's doing this just for attention, you know, attention and and being on that side. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, look at us. We're accepting everybody. You know, like we don't have, you know, party lines per se, you know, we, we have everybody, you know, and that's sad. You know, it's, it's, I don't, like I said, I don't disagree with somebody who wants to or feels that, you know, in their heart there there's something else or they believe there's this when when they were born this. That's fine. Do you. But when it when it starts like clouding people's judgment and and ch- trying to just be accepting like like Bruce Jenner, woman of the year, really? Yeah. Like Let's be real, dude. Like you're a dude, bro. Like And then she wasn't even a woman for a whole year. I know. She was like 6 months. <laughs> That, that's know, what gets me, bro. It's like you're going into the twilight zone of weird when <laughs> yeah. you start talking about like, it's just super strange. And if you say it out loud, Hey, I think that that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. You're the you're, bad person. You'll yeah. be burned out the stake by everybody around you. Yeah. yeah. But it's not unnatural to say, you know what? That just doesn't sound right to me. Yeah. That just, uh, yeah. like woman of the year, uh, you know, world champion weightlifter, like yeah, all these things. It's kind of like, <laughs> and really, like, you know what fucking bothers me the most, dude. Like, and you know me, Tony. I'm pretty progressive on a lot of my right, ideology, yeah, you, you know. But what fucking drives me crazy, dude, is like, <clears throat> like testosterone like treatments for kids, like oh, seven yeah. year olds that want to trans. Like you're fucking seven. Let that you, kid develop. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. That kid's you're brain isn't fully old. developed yet, and yeah. you're you're chemically changing, changing their body, everything that their body naturally does. Look, and like I get it. If your son wants to wear a dress and he tells you, "Mom, I want to wear a fucking dress." All right, if you want to let him wear a dress, that's your fucking kid. Yeah. But don't give him fucking treatments and therapies and shit to fucking lower his. Mm-hmm testosterone and shit when yeah. he's eight fucking years old it's fucking ridiculous dude yeah okay let him he wants to play is, with barbies fucking and that's your kid you don't mind him playing with barbies that's your fucking priority i played with barbies and do I was not a kid. fucking change him fucking genetically dude like, yeah you can't do that shit that's 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 where i'd fucking get crazy like you want to be called a woman when you're older or a man and you're not a man born a man or whatever that's I don't mind that. But you're older and your brain's developed, your yeah. body's developed. And you're, even then you, you don't get know to that I point. Mean, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing at eighteen. <laughs> exactly. You, you know what I mean? And then yeah. for people to make that decision because cause then at least at least if you're a child and you think you're a woman, you can at least change your mind when you get older. Mm-hmm. But if you start changing yourself genetically, getting testosterone or estrogen treatments or whatever it may be, you're you're changing who you are Think for the about future, this. you know. <clears throat> Think about if we all um, became exactly what or who we wanted to be when we were seven. Right. I mean, think about just just That's think true. about the things that you said when you were seven years old. Yeah. yeah. Astronauts, whatever. Firemen. Right. All these. Yeah, cra- I want to be a fireman until I learned you had to run upstairs. It's the same thing. <laughs> Look, like, Snoop wanted to be a motherfucking hustler. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I Can you ask somebody? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get. Yeah. No, absolutely. What I'm saying is like, yeah, it's it's normal for 
a child to be curious about things. Right. And to and as a parent, that's part of your decision to be a parent and is to guide them through it. Exactly. And say like, hey, this is not, you know, what you are or or hey, just, you know, let let's let's wait until you're older to make this just decision. Wait. Right. You're right. going to grow so, up. Your your mind's going to change, you know, or or even if it doesn't, that's okay, but you're able to understand that at that point. You're not a child anymore. You're 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 a grown-up. Your your brain has yet to, you know, develop, develop when you're at that point. I'm pretty sure at 7 I probably wanted like two butts. <laughs> so I'd have genetically yeah. I, I would have had surgery to, yeah. to have two two asses. <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. I mean just as stupid that's shit a funny thing. Through. It's kinda of, it's funny. Yeah, but like you're you're not thinking. Yeah, like I want to be part dragon. Okay. Like yeah. we're gonna go get you some uh you know fangs to be a drag like no. Yeah. You're seven. Shut yeah. up and go to school. Like yeah. absolutely dude. And that's that's the that's the shitty part. Like you said, when they when you start messing with Especially at that age, with yeah. what your body is naturally supposed to do, yeah. And dude, you run into all kinds of problems. And then, not to mention, you can influence a kid's mind to where you do something like that, and they get older and they're full of regret, right? And they're full of like, "Fuck, why did I do this?" Now, you know, do I want to continue living? And then you go into a whole, whole another fucking universe of. You know, like depression and, and, you know, they don't feel accepted and, and, right. and, and then, oh, fuck, God Am forbid, you, God forbid. Now they start thinking about like suicide and it's like, it's, it's fuck. raising, it's raising children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Your job as a parent is to raise them. Mm-hmm. Raising them entails guiding them through tough situations, being there for them with information, with things to help them through their life. Yeah. That's what you do. Not whatever you cook up in your mind that you want to do, we're going to do it. Yeah. That's right. not what it is. Right. Like, yeah. 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 It's, it's a tough, it's a tough subject, man. It's, it's, you're always going to have both sides, you know, and, and obviously there's, there's both sides to it. There's, you know, arguments about it. And it's just, I don't think, yeah, people want to be progressive. Yeah. People want to get to a point where everybody's accepted. But right. like, if I can't force you into believing what I feel, don't force me into automatically wanting to accept what you got going on. Exactly. Let's have a conversation about it. You know what I mean? You know Let's mean? have a conversation. You know, yeah. if we agree to disagree, then fine. If we could find common ground, fucking even better. You know, but it's just, you know, it, it just gets so, really touchy when, when you start right, right. You know, trying to manipulate so, people's thoughts on, you know, competition or children and shit like that. But. So with that tone, let's move on to our plant my seat segment. Let's have a conversation. I'm interested in getting into this fucking thing. I'm a hip hop head, dude. You know what I mean? Plant I love my seat. Hey, plant my seat segment. Seven. We're doing top best hip hop albums of all time. Okay. We're going to do what? Four and then two wild cards. Mm-hmm. John, you're a hip hop head from what I understand, right? Yes. Somewhat. So disclaimer, dis- I'm not, <laughs> but I do like it. I'm, I'm you know, I, Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This one's just like John was talking about earlier. It's like you know, it it varies emotionally with you, with your connection to that music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what it brings you back to, what but it I'm brought you through. See, I'm interested to see, you know what I mean, where we're going with this and shit. Let's, Let's do get it, into them a little bit too. Um, so. Go ahead, Tony. What's your number four? You want me to start this one off? Yeah, let's start it off, Tony. You want to get some music samples to it, or yeah, you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can go as you go. So, who you got is your number four? Okay, my number four 
And the only reason you guys are going to hate me for this. Give me the name know. real quick. I already know. Give me the name so I could look it up real quick. Oh, the of the album? Yeah. Illmatic. Illmatic. You're, that's number four? Yeah. And let me let me just tell you okay, why. Okay, by Nas. Yeah, by Nas. Uh-huh. Okay. I recognize how influential when that album came out, how how influential it was. You playing it already? Uh, yeah. Okay. Is it New York State of Mind? Yeah. That's, that's the song on the album. Fam. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the song on the album. And see, I, I get it. Let it flow. Let the people Yeah, know. I just know that. This, this album was fucking hot, dude. It's hot. It is. Hot. You know, it's people. Okay, I, I have. I like to uh, represent. It's my favorite one. Yeah. So, what people don't understand now, like, like moderning, like, you're trying to modern <clears throat> modernize this. What year is this? To, to uh, it was like 90. Early 90s. Yeah. 92, 93. Yeah. This like was so far ahead Head. of anything yeah. else. Lyrically. Was yeah. Fucking wild. There it was, was nothing like, like that. What is this guy? Right. Like, and who? he was young. What was he? 19 or yeah, something yeah. like that? This first guy. Soul, first debut album. Yeah, debut album. This guy must have looked like an alien back then. Because yeah. the things that this man was saying was blowing everything out of the water. Mm-hmm. Nothing else like it. And it, it touched so many people because so many people were feeling like, you know, be, being like a lot of the the hip-hop prior to this was like the real, the hip-hop, yeah, the, the hip-hop. Yeah. Hip, yeah. It's just real, like. Run DMC. And, and, and then all, all of that, a sudden yeah. you got this guy that's like the street dude. And mm-hmm. he's, he's like this, what would be a street poet. Right. The in, he encaps, encapsulated everything of like what a street poet is. Yeah, right. He told stories, and I and like that that entire album was a story. Like you listen to it, dude, and and it's like, damn, dude, this dude is telling it. Like he's he's you know what I mean. Like one of the lyrics in, in New York State of Mind was like, uh, like we out here killing in New York, and I forgot what he what else he says in it, and it's like you listen to the rest of that lyric, and it's like, damn, dude, this is a, a this. He's 19. Mm. Like, he's telling, uh, from his perspective, it's fucking insane. <laughs> it's a great album. The only reason he's at number four, that album is at number four with me, is because because at that, in, in that particular time, or when I finally did hear that album or listen to it, I was already influenced by other, you right. know, hip-hop artists at right. that point, like, you know, that who are on higher on my list, so... Great album, dude. Fucking is yeah. obviously amazing. Yeah, I, I'm not I, taking anything on, away from to it. To be honest, I'm, just, I, I'm so so surprised you have him that low, at number four. Right. I was just kind of surprised. By it. It's just he's, you know, he didn't influence, you know, me. Yeah. Like I don't have a particular memory to that or him, and I can tie it into anything. Right. So, but that's and that's why he's on my four. You know, a funny thing is, remember I told you earlier how my picks <laughs> never end up on everybody. This is not in my top four. Or five. Oh shit! So what would be your number four? Then, it's because Joe? when I was when this came out, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know anything. I didn't even. I couldn't even process what this man was saying until yeah. later on in my life. life. Mm-hmm. Right. So it wasn't. It didn't tie into my lifestyle or yeah. anything about that at that point. Right. So. So who do you got for number four, John? Who do you got? You got you a know, list? I, though, didn't, I didn't get. A, I didn't get a time time to write out a list or anything, but I, I know that I could just give you a few of mine, my yeah. favorite ones. Um, I get a lot of, a lot of, 
crap for this one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Jay-Z, The Blueprint. Blueprint. Oh, good one. And a lot of, like, true hip-hop dudes don't like Jay-Z for whatever reason. Probably because he's a billionaire now. Yeah. But yeah. He's married to the hottest woman in fucking history. That, that album was hot, though. I think that, and this is why, The Blueprint, right? The Blueprint was, to me, like, where where hip-hop really resurfaced heavily with soul. Okay. And more than more than what Jay-Z was saying, but you had, like, Kanye mm-hmm. and Just Blaze. The, be- the beat makers, yeah. these guys were making the most incredible songs. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, I'm getting some. So what song? Like, uh, shoot, you can play... You can play uh, Song Cry. Song I mean, Cry? Listen to Song Cry, and I'll tell you some fun facts about Song Cry that some people don't know. So, this is produced by Just Blaze, and Just Blaze is You're open all day, incredible. That's what 24-7 right? means, sugar. Kind of. So, oh, got an ad? <laughs> well, Jay-Z don't have a shit on Spotify. Oh, that's right. So I have title right here if you want to. So, I had to um, fucking just YouTube it real quick. But what they did was... Um, they did a sample, right, for this vocal sample that they had. And then they had a real singer, a current singer, re-sing this sample part. Not this part? Yeah. yeah, all that. And so, like, this was originally, like, I mean, just listen to, like, the soul in this. I can't see him coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this one now. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It just strikes a chord with me like every time. Listen to this. Damn. This is so cold-blooded. Like, and this is just one of the songs. The whole album. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you make a good point. Like, uh, that Illmatic album was much more street. And then Jay-Z put, like, that soul R&B into yeah, that so, connector. Yeah, and you know at, I mean? at this time, what year was that? That was, what, 98? 98. Yeah, 98. 98, I'm, I'm already, a, I'm teenager in I'm a freshman, sophomore. So mm-hmm. I can really digest, ingest music and understand it and, yeah. fit and, and have more closely tied to, like, my emotions <laughs> on the songs. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's Jay-Z Blueprint yeah. 1 is yeah. incredible. What you got, Paul? I got uh for my number four. I got All Eyes on Me, Tupac, mm. double disc. Number four. Number four, All Eyes on Me, Tupac. You question my Nas? I question the Tupac. <laughs> that All well, Eyes on Me on four. Well, it's because uh, you know what I mean. Oh, that's and, and then and then I admit, dude, I'm a West Coast bias guy. Me too. I totally you'll admit see, it, you'll dude. See by my you know what I mean? I'm totally West Coast bias, but I like the like the when he. Like the samples they took, yeah. fucking from uh, Morris Day, like what's your phone number and shit like that. That shit was fire, dude. Oh, right. You remember? And then like John says, you relate. You was a kid, like you remember bumping Absolutely, that shit. Absolutely, dude. Shit, that's you know? that's the most important thing to all this is like how this, how do you remember this? You right. Know? That Daz Dillinger beat was crazy. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But again, that's not even in my top five either. Wow! Really? Wow! I'm interested to see what you're. I know, dude. I'm a, I don't now, even dude. want to go over my <laughs> list now. Like. No, it's just—it's it, not because it's not great music. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's the relationship you're not asking you have me with what, it. You're not asking me what the world's best is. You're yeah, asking me what mine, mine is. Yeah, right. Exactly. So mine is. But a I like bit that different. 
All right, Tom, what's your number three? My number three, I kind well, of... Give forth. it a name real quick so I can look it up. Uh, doggy Style. Doggy Style Snow? <laughs> you know yeah. which one? You know which one you got to play, right? Which one? We're recording that. Ain't no fun. We're back up. <laughs> we're back up now to jack off hours. This is DJ Easy e- e- Dick. dick. <laughs> what's that? Ain't that? no fun, huh? Yeah. Ain't no fun or a lot? Uh, you know what? You know what might... Um, <laughs> I remember, um, you remember Beto, Beto Leva? Yeah. Zidik. <laughs> okay, Damn. so. Wow, wow. When I was in elementary school, right, we used to do like traveling for sports teams or whatever. Beto used to have this song like on a little plate, like a little speaker or whatever. And we used and the whole, you know, we'd be like all in the back of the bus listening to this, right? This is what the song reminds me of. Yeah. And on the, you know, trigger, hey. like everybody would yell it in the bus <laughs> at that time. Everybody was waiting on it. And yeah. when that part came on, everybody was, all the kids was screaming on the bus. And, and the teachers and everybody would be like, what the heck is going on? Here? And you know what's crazy about the, the Doggy Style is like the first album I remember like bumping. Mm-hmm. And then my mom yelling like, turn that shit down. Turn how that vulgar sh- it was. Oh, dude. It was always dicks so, and fucking and bitches and, you know. So this is the, this is, this is why I, this is number three for me. Uh-huh. So. When that when I first heard this song, my brother we were both we we're still living in Shafter, and this this came out in like what ninety three ninety four I think it was like ninety two, or yeah, yeah. so ninety two. So I no. was that was a little after ninety three ninety four something like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's twenty five years now because he's doing the twenty five year anniversary this year. Okay, so twenty five years. So uh, no, but then uh, so my brother had bought had, had bought the CD or tape or something. I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's playing it. And I'm in I'm in the room, and he's playing it, and it's that song, right? And it just starts coming out, and then when I met you last, right? Well, then my parents don't know English really well, but my dad he was the one he was the one that learned English and you know mm-hmm. understood all the cuss words and shit. So my brother's playing it, dude, loud on fucking on the boombox, and it gets to that part like. Um, uh, before you opened up your gap and yeah. then I had respect for oh, your ladies uh. and all that shit, right? So then like my dad walks in and he's like, What in Spanish? The fuck are you guys listening to? <laughs> and I'm I'm ten, eleven years old, like yeah. I, I'm not that's Danny. Like that's that's yeah. all Danny right there. And but yeah, dude, it just it rem- it reminded me of all that, you know, and, and Danny was the one that got me into the West Coast Snoop Dogg, yeah. Dre, all that yeah. shit, you know? And and but yeah, dude, it just it, that's that's the court it struck, dude. It's just like, damn, I remember all this shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, rolling with Danny and his little Nissan Sentra back in the days, right. like, and him bumping it. Though. Hell but, yeah, yeah, it was cool, dude. So that, that's that's my number three. Yeah. So what you got for number three, John? Um, <clears throat> I want to try something. I, I plugged in here, uh huh, and I have it up. If you oh, could okay. just turn up this one, yeah. So I'm gonna play just one song off here, <laughs> and everybody's gonna know it. But it doesn't matter because this is <laughs> this falls right in with uh, my top being, and this this album was sonically how good it sounded. Not only with where I was in my life, but hearing it, it's like this sounds so good. Let's see if this works. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Chronic 2001. Yep. So good. 
So that's your number three. That's the fucking album. Would you right say there, this is one. this album influenced you into like starting to make beats and making music and stuff like that? Was that um, influential? Did it help you that way? I think I, I was already. I'm, my number one is the reason I started making beats. Okay. So, but this gave me a sound to chase as far as sonically. Okay. You know, I'm a sound engineer now. Yeah. So it's still, I listen. These are like reference tracks. Right. Like, okay, I want to, I want to, this is what I have to reach. And yeah. this, this was, this was 20 years ago. Yeah. You know? So this album was a crazy <laughs> album. Yep. Like, this is definitely a game changer. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's tight, bro. <sighs> Dude, I can't. What you I got, Paul? So I'm going, um, I'm going. I'm trying to think of what song. I got the Marshall Mathers LP. Okay. My number. My number. What's that? Number three. Outstanding album. Right. That's your number three. Yeah. Right. That's my number three. Right. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of what song. Um, Stan. Stan was. Yeah. I mean. Oh my my bad, dude. Like just because the white boy lyrically he fucking he broke another genre of shit, right? You know what I mean? So he broke down a wall barrier that wasn't there. Like you didn't hear white rappers. Yeah, it wasn't like corny commercial shit. It was a legit lyricist type rapper. Songs were, you know, funny, you know, it was different. It wasn't that that gangster rap that we're all used to and exactly it was something that was funny. It was it was you know him talking about fucking murdering his his old lady, but making it funny, <laughs> yeah. like you know, in a sick, demented way. But yeah, we we all fucking loved it. We all, yeah. you know what I mean? And yes. Yeah, dude, this is a good one, bro. Yeah, this is a classic one right here. So I I got that one as my number three. Number three, Marshall Mathers LP. You know, I had that one on here too, but I was gonna have him as a wild card. Um, my number two, bro, uh, Stankonia. Stankonia. Outcast. Another. Uh, another Sonically, sonically, it's a masterpiece. Yep, yep. Put uh, but just put Miss Jackson on. That was my favorite. So dope, so good. Andre, yeah. uh, Andre and Big Boy, dude, hungry, I'll going back. Best, back one of the best back. duos ever. Mm, yeah, top definitely. five. Top five. Sure. I, you know, yeah. I would say. And then, yeah, I mean, like they came. The South was a big thing in later nineties. Mm-hmm. Good mob when they're rolling yeah. up, the, coming up. But the, they're man, dude. I wish they had still do music together and shit, right. man. So. You know, and, and the Love Below and speak, Speaker Box. Yeah, that, that was one of my a, favorite combination albums. Right. They both had, did their own thing, different styles and shit like that. But they, it was fucking amazing, dude. But this one, play Bombs Over Baghdad, bro. You talking yeah. about Bombs Over Baghdad was. One, game changer, two, right? One, two, how many? If you play sports, how many basketball uh, st- <laughs> uh, gyms had this song coming out when you were running doing your little shit? Like this, this, yeah, heart, a, this might make my heart race yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you had a number two tone. That's dope, man. That's one of those albums where you fucking forget shit. How yeah. good it is to yeah. go back and listen to it. You know what I mean? What about you, John? What do you got for your next one? Okay, so my number two. Um, Again, this is the first CD that we ever owned in our house. Oh shit! I know which one it is. And this the first CD you ever owned in the house. First CD that I ever owned in my house, <laughs> and to this day, it is still banger, bang, banger, dude. <laughs> hey, Vince, all. Hey, hey. <laughs> Let's see, it's playing right now. 
Cormega? No. No. <laughs> this is uh, Cypress Hill's first album. Oh, dude. no. I, I thought... Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, hey, he was just on Joe Rogan's podcast, Be Real. He was. Dude, yeah, he was I'm just on you Joe right Rogan's. Now, like, that shit was legit. A mixture of like, you know, from like the, the, the pioneers of the Latin hip-hop. Right. They finally got their Hollywood Walk of Fame stars mm-hmm. and shit, dude. Me Fucking and my brothers legit. used to be listening to this. Like, we, this is our first CD we ever got. It was like in 91, I think. Weed culture. Right. Weed culture. You know what I mean? Stoner culture. Anger. How I could just kill a man. Yeah. That's fucking dope. You got that, that one at number one, two? Bro. That's two. Damn, dude. Hell yeah. That's dope, dude. Uh, yeah, so for my number two, I got fucking uh, Ready to Die. Biggest Smalls, dude. I got ready to die, Biggie Smalls. Like lyrically, dude, I don't find another album that's better than that one. Lyrically wise, you know what I mean? There's albums that I feel that are better. But uh go ahead and turn it up, Tony. I got the like this song right here, dude. Like this opening lyric and shit. <laughs> the suicidal thoughts. The notorious B I G. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> Like this opening lyric, dude. Like when you hear this shit, like and even like give me the loot, you know what I mean? I got a uh, bag of loot. fucking angel give me the loot dust. Is probably my favorite Biggie song, right? I like this one because it's like it reminds me of me a little bit. Like when I die, <laughs> man. <laughs> give me the loot was so creative, yeah. Because he did two the different back styles. And voices. Like that, that's Kendrick does the same thing now, yeah. right? Kendrick knocks, takes a piece of he that. He does. I like black Tim's and black hoodies. Strict shit. No sleeping all day. No That shit was fucking fire, dude. Give me the loot was fire. Like, like there, there's. I don't feel. To me, I feel like lyrically, Biggie's probably one of the best. You know what I mean? I feel that way. At least. No, but that's one of those emotional connections that you have with people. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think. Um, you know, God, wouldn't it have been nice to hear like two more albums? Right. At least, Jeez, like that's why. Like, uh, I, I, have, I was having this debate on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, so who do you like better? Like lyrically, like E Forty or Biggie Smalls? Oh, we right. Remember, we talked about that a couple podcasts ago because like. You have legit, maybe two, three albums of Biggie, right? That mm-hmm. he he put out two legit ones, right? But like this album right here, fucking smashes most albums out there. But then again, you look at E40's career, been doing it for fucking twenty five years, yeah. consistently. I mean, that motherfucking probably wrote a de- ghetto dictionary by himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and it's the like longevity could, comes into right. It. Like you know, so then but you think like, man, if Biggie had two more albums. Fuck, he would have blew him out of the water. Probably. Yeah, anybody, especially lyrically. I'm not saying that E40's not a lyrical, you know, mastermind. What, he, I'm sure he has, yeah, you know, wonderful lyrics and stuff like that. But he, he, he's more of the chameleon rapper. Like he's changed with the times, right? Yeah, like, his he sound got into stays the, the same. Shit. Yeah, his sound yeah. stays the same. But like he's he he kind of caters more towards yeah. what's poppy. Yeah. You know what I mean, in terms of you know what's selling or what's going, dude, Biggie, bro. If he had his albums, probably would have been the well, same see, what, thing. What's, it would it would have been. But see, what scares me though is in that um, the Life After Death album. Mm-hmm. It was good, but it started getting a little more commercial with like that more money, more problems, like more radio. That shit. was puff, wasn't it? 
exactly. So that that's what kind of concerns me. Like if he did continue to do that, do so you think he would sold out more because of Puff? Or like, he would like, been... think if Biggie been alive now, is he going to be like Snoop Lion? He'd put them. <laughs> he'd put them shiny <laughs> suits on, bro. Right, he'd been dancing. Yeah. He, exactly my point, dude. Yeah, exactly my point. Like so, like I would love to hit heard to see which way he was going to go it with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what do you got for your number one, Tom? My number one, bro, and I, it's kind of a. a I guess you can't tie them together, but I'm going to go. I battled with between Chronic and Chronic 2001. Which one did you do originally? I'm going to go with Chronic 2001 as my number one. Yeah. And the reason being is because at that point, that was when Eminem was at the fucking the height of it, right? Oh, my goodness. Exhibit was still in it. Dude, Exhibit was fucking just, you know. Oh, this is a definitely dude track, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good. No, this is shit right here. It was just—it was that album, bro, where everybody was like, when it first came out, bro, everybody. was like, oh fuck, Dre's back, bro. Dude, like you couldn't drive down the street without, without hearing, hearing somebody it. playing exactly. this on yeah. the street. Can't do it, dude. And you yeah. just—it was just that thing. And I remember, I—I didn't—I couldn't buy it because I didn't have money. Yeah. My parents definitely weren't gonna buy it for me, but my brother-in-law. That was when Napster and LimeWire oh, yeah. were going, right? <laughs> so my brother-in-law burned me the disc, bro. Yeah. And, oh, fuck, dude. On repeat. Every, every, not even just one yeah. song. It was once that fucking album ended, loop it back, started all over, bro. Right. I was on. Dude, I listened to every fucking bit of it, bro. And, and it was just, it was that album, bro, that to this day, like, any song you can fucking put on, dude. Yeah. You know, it may be the album. least pop- yeah. popular song on that album, dude, and you're still like, fuck, yeah. dope. You what know if, what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you, Tone. Uh, what about you, John? What do you got for your number one? I have to give a number one, and then I also have to have to give an honorable mention. Yeah, you know, we yeah we'll do cards. two wild cards, wild cards at the end. Okay. Yeah, we'll do go through two more. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah. my number one... Is the reason that I wanted to start making beats. All right. And you might not even know this. You might not even know who this is. But this album, I'm pulling it up right now. This album, for production wise. Oh, I'm still playing the other one now. Hold on. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was still Cypress Hill. Okay, so you might know this song. No escaping this. The Beat Nuts. Yep. Yeah, oh, dude. The Beat. I bought this album when I was. Shit. I don't know, what, what year was this? So this is 2001. So yeah. Yeah. I bought this album at right at 2001, and before that, I just heard how these dudes were like flipping samples. Like yeah. they were taking these samples and like flipping them into something that they wanted. Like this song is crazy too. And that that inspired me. Like, <laughs> I don't have the money to like buy all this uh, expensive like keyboards and stuff, so I could just buy a sampler and like sample these this crazy sound and then make my own thing out of it. Right. Look, real quick, dude. It's a little history history or backstory to this. How I remember, dude. We, we used to do this thing in, in high school where during lunch it's called spit kickers. Right, uh-huh. <clears throat> I used to get a bunch of you know people in in high, in high school and you know different ages and stuff or not ages but different uh, classes and different friends would get together and they would just like flow just you know uh, freestyle during lunch and then after school they'd get together and they'd do all this stuff right. Uh-huh. 
And dude, it was it was badass. I could never rap. I yeah. I just love hearing it, dude. They would go back and forth, dude. Like PK would get on there, dude, and just spit like nonsense. But it was cool because they would all get together and do it, right? So then, you know, as many things do with time, it starts to fade, right? But right. him, John Merlo in particular, uh, there's a few others that that we know that that stayed with it and stuff and and kept doing it. But then once we graduated high school. And I seen how fucking into it this dude was. And he started buying his 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 samplers, right. his fucking machines. His, he had his fucking turntables, dude, in his apartment and all that. And, dude, it was like, all right, this guy's serious about it, yeah, dude. Yeah, and, yeah. And, with, and there was people who doubted it, bro. Whoever, you yeah, know, yeah, every, yeah. Nobody Everybody wants to does, fucking, you know, right? believe you. Oh, dude, this is going to fucking, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, and, and seeing how that it went from that to like where is, he's at yeah. now like seen it dude hi haters <laughs> <laughs> hey it's like hustle so hard to your haters fucking tell you the story how they met you and shit yeah, you know yeah. what i mean that's what it is dude and dude it, it, seeing that firsthand bro like because i went to school with this guy uh-huh. you know and, and i've seen how how they went through it dude it's something's like fuck dude these guys he did it bro right. like you know and he's not a fucking millionaire but he's doing something that he loves you know what i mean and, and that's and, the thing and you get songs like this that started that or albums like this that started that. Yeah. And you see that shit fucking come to, come to fruition. Oh, fuck. Dude, it's badass, the beat, bro. The Beat Nuts, Take It or Squeeze, that's the name of that album. Uh-huh. If you just listen to it, you're like, it's, it's like, dang, like, these guys are picking the most obscure things. And making fucking tracks and out of them. making full mm-hmm. records out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. And it was, that's what inspired me to like, Inspired me more than anything else right. musically, for sure. Right. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's, That's a, the dope one. album. I remember that. That early 2000s was fucking crazy for music, right there. Everything oh, was yeah. seemingly like a fucking hit, bro. Yeah. Um. Well, for my number one, Tony, I got I, I got a same as you, 2001. 2001. Yeah, same thing. There's there's not a there's not a bad fucking song on this. Yeah. Like every and then like back to you know like what you experience every ditching party every house party you went to you just put the album on let it roll yeah you didn't have to do shit just put it on let it roll so yeah I'm in agreement with you Tony number one on that one play, hey play one song off of it real quick for me what song let me let, I forgot the name uh, hold on go back go back Strangling Ho um. Well, how's it go? Can you remember? Can you sing it? Let's get high. Sorry. Let's get high. Yeah, I was going to... That's what I was like, uh, that one. I, I like Acrite, too. Acrite's cool. Yeah. Explosives on there, too? Yeah, explosives. Explosives. <laughs> Every one of them, dude. Everyone's... One right in my dick, the other licking my toes. No. How can you not just bob your head, dude, or just like... Right. Uh, remember I told you earlier, look how, how good it sounds. Yeah. Walking that, walking that, spitting it, hoes. Yeah. Smoking this, drinking that, getting it, hoes. This is 20 years ago, bro. 20 years, dude. Have one Fuck, every house party. <laughs> when I'm loving these hoes, there ain't no love involved. No yeah. It's like when the girl gets on, bro. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Just like the hoes in the black tail bitches. Miss Rock. Jumped off my dick. Is that trailblazer? Yeah. yeah. I just took some ecstasy. That's when it was cool to take ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. Right, we didn't call it Molly. It was ecstasy back then and shit. <laughs> yeah, man, that's tight, bro. That's yeah, tight. yeah, I'm with you on the number one. That was my number one. That's my all-time favorite album, right that's there. That's crazy because that's, that's in everybody's top. Right, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's I don't a think there's. On mine, but I mean, still. I mean, unless you're like a, I think if you're from the East Coast, maybe you might be a little more biased because I think we are a little have a We're little more bias. We're West Coast bias. I, yeah, I got bit. Cypress Hill. Yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, I do have two East Coast cats. You do. You do. So you're fifty-fifty. I'm. I'm predominantly West Coast. I've always listened to it. I miss what my brother fucking listened to. Right. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yes, yeah. it's, it's all good. Like it's it's music. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's a different flavor. Right. Yeah, and then you got your own list and shit. You know, you know what albums that fucking you remember relating to and shit. Yeah. You know, that's what's great about it. Well, you my, got your my, my two, card. I'm gonna go just quick because my, yeah. my my two wild cards uh, easily could have made the top my list, uh-huh. the top of my list. But um, so it was uh, the Marshall Mathers LP, right? And uh, All Eyes on Me. Okay, that I like All Eyes on Me. Um, I mean, the double album is just badass. Dude. It is. Yeah. America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Like I love that fucking America's jam. Most Wanted. You could go through fucking. I'd rather be your N N I G G A. Yep. Yeah. So those those two Marshall Mathers LP, like like we talked about, is definitely one of the fucking first albums that broke down barriers and shit for right. white people coming in the game and stuff. And he opened doors for a lot of them, you know. And especially with his lyrics, bro. Like he was, he, dude. He's still to this day, you know, lyrically is is one of the best. He may be off the fucking deep end with. <laughs> Just right. how type of guy he is now, right. but um, and it might all just be cloud chasing what he's doing, but yeah, um, lyrically in the album, uh, one of my favorites, w- one of the good ones, um, Marshall Mathers LP, and right. uh, All Eyes on Me, Tupac, can't go wrong with with him, right? You know everything he, you know he he came out with, I feel was was good. Um, I remember the first uh, what was the first album I bought. It was, uh, shit, I forgot what it was called. Anyway, yeah. I, it was first CD, one of the first CDs I bought, Sam Goody's. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, I, 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 I like his, his shit. I like all the stuff he, sadly he died, but you know, it, would he have, like you guys were talking with Biggie, yeah. what would have happened if he came out with, you know, shit currently, you right. know, in, in the times now and. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were on my top four, so that's good. What do you got for your, some honorable mentions there, John? Your uh, two. I got like three. I'm breaking your guys' rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead, brother. The Slim Shady and the Marshall Mathers LP. Right. Both of those. Um, I remember the Slim Shady LP. Kevin Urain had it. <laughs> I remember this. Not to be stoned. <clears throat> yeah, and he just had like, man, it was just... We all ended up getting that CD, and it really was like, this is incredible, mm-hmm. this guy. Um, yeah, so that's one. And then I'd like to play, this is my other, one of my other ones here. This is uh, Mob Deep. Oh, yeah. And Watch uh, album. Infamy. Infamy, yeah. This song right here was so delightful. From these streets like mm-hmm. a fiend for crack be pulling me back it's real got a nigga going oh man i love this my heart is a hood my dog niggas i rock with yeah prodigy's gone but we still got it i still got him right here so yeah it's great a great album i have it just yeah that boy yeah and that is blood yeah that's dope those are my hell yeah I love dude. those guys i love uh we talked about like some of the top duos. Mm-hmm. Mob Deep, Mob Deep is, was yeah. yeah up there, yeah, way for sure. up there for me. 
So uh, for my honorable mentions, I have 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying, his okay. debut album. Yeah, that's great. That was a great album. Is that the one and with Wangsta? Yeah, okay. Wangsta, Many Men, you know, Manny in the Man, club. I think was, was the no, one. Or, yeah. Uh, what up, gang? Wangsta, yeah. Oh, man. Play one. Um, you want to play the 50, the 50 Cent one? One of the 50 Cent songs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely fucking. And, and Mini Mini Man was incredible too. Yeah, yeah, Mini that's Man. what I'll play. I'll play Mini Man because um, that shit was hot at the time. You know what I mean? When it came out a Drake dude. I mean, you know what I mean? Came out produced by Dre and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man, I remember. I remember when I first heard this. I was working at Walmart, <laughs> and uh, I had my <laughs> own little computer. Huh? Is that where you were? Yeah. And this was this was every single day I listened to right. this album. Was death upon me, man? Hell yeah, yeah. This you know gave I mean? you. Remember we talked about movies? How you got to vicariously see right. somebody's life. Mm-hmm. This was one of those ones where it's like, hey, this is crazy. Hell yeah. This dude's been shot, you know. Yeah. And, and so dope and done all these crazy what did he get shot like nine times or some yeah. shit or? so that was my one and then here's my other one dude so oh. uh, forget, you know what I mean you can't forget 36 chambers and yeah. shit you know what I mean they just named that street after Wu-Tang uh, which one Seven. In, a, in New York? Yeah, one of the streets in New York is Wu-Tang Clan Avenue or oh, something. Oh, shit. Yeah. Or I forgot what it's called, but yeah. they just revealed the street. Apomatomically, Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses. That shit was hot, five knees, mockeries. Bomb robbery. You know what I mean? That shit was fucking... Hey, bro. That shit was hot back in the day. Hell yeah, bro. But, uh... Dude, that was good. Sad, I like man. that, dude. Hopefully we don't get kicked off YouTube for playing too much music. Like what, you know, like... How what songs or albums or things that you know bring back memories on on you know in, in your life? It's it's cool, man. Like I, I love hearing it. Dude. Like I said, I'm not a big hip hop thing, but fuck it, whatever you know. Like um, you don't have to be. We could do a rock one. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. And a rock one would be you know something completely different that everybody has these ties to. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So well, John, thank yeah, you, th- yeah, thank you, thanks, John, for coming on, man. Appreciate oh, you being on here. Mine. I appreciate uh, you. You guys have any ideas for plant my seed segments or anything? Let us know. Like, review, share the page. Uh, you know, comment on us. We're pretty good about that. Yep. Follow, uh, uh, follow John Merlo, making waves music on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. Making uh, waves music. Uh, th- the waves doesn't have an e in it because I'm oh, I'm an idiot. And, and a wave file, a music wave file is W A V S. Yeah. So making waves. Clever. I got you. I like it. A little double entendre for you. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks thanks again, brother. Yeah, thanks again, John. I appreciate this. Use the studio. Next episode, we'll try it again uh, next week. Uh, Yep. Get you guys episode eight. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, let us know. I think next uh, next episode, Plant My Seed is going to be Saddest Country Love Songs. Yeah, I think I'm about so getting get the your, Saddest uh, Country Songs period. Yeah. I think I'll oh, yeah, songs Saddest Country Songs. Get your hankies so. ready. Get yeah. your hankies ready. Bring your, bring your whiskey. And if you got a horse, bring uh, that motherfucker too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We're Thank out, guys. man. Thank you very much. Bye.